1: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
2: All right, good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. We love Ty Dunn here on this program. He is the founder of Go Long. It is a great resource and depository for amazing NFL content. It is sourced. It is well-written. It is insightful. You can subscribe at golongtd.com. This gentleman is the author of The Blood and Guts, How Ty In Save Football. He is on Twitter at Ty Dunn, T-Y-D-U-N-N-N. E and he just wrote a great piece on the Giants involving their GM Joe Shane. It's really good. It's really interesting. He's going to talk to us about that and other things right now. Good morning, Mr. Dunn. What's up? Appreciate
1: the intro, my man. Always good to join you. And uh, I got to admit, yeah, a couple of years ago, writing the autopsy on on the David Gettleman Joe Judge era. I did not think we'd be speaking of and thinking of the New York Giants through such rosy terms, but but here we are. Brighter days have arrived much sooner than anybody thought.
2: I need this course correction, Ty, because full disclosure, I live in L.A., I'm from the Midwest, and as much as I love my colleagues in New York and CBS Sports Radio, we are a New York-based operation. Many of the people we hire come from or or grew up listening to WFAN, which is the big New York station. There's a huge New York bias, and I've spent – I don't know, seven years hearing how the Knicks are going to win a championship every year, and the Yankees and the Mets are amazing, and the Giants and the Jets are great, and it often doesn't come to fruition. So I'm trained to just be a natural skeptic of New York sports teams now. <laughs> but you, um, you have a sense, and the story was great, and just getting into the details, there is, it sounds like, optimism for Giants fans. Why is that? Why has that finally come about?
1: You know, and it was fascinating uh, being able to speak to Joe Shane for, for an hour. I mean, we really took it from the start. Son of a truck driver who worked the third shift to his decision his last year of college where he had a job lined up at Stryker. He, he's going to get into uh, medical sales and travel the country, start in Kalamazoo, maybe make 200 k in a couple years, but completely bet on himself. It, it's really fascinating. Um, what, what, where his career went from that point forward. I mean, he spent literally nine years of his life living out of a Marriott, half of his marriage. So he had paid his dues. I think the best way to kind of answer your question, though, it's, you know, with New York sports, how do we always think of New York sports? It's like the the analogy I use in the story, it's like us parents at dinner, if you've got a two, three-year-old and you want them to, you know, behave, what you, there's that urge to want to just set the phone up. You know, you put... You put the bluey on or, Lord, help us, Coco Melon. And, yeah, it's going to work in the short term. It's going to give you that instant gratification, but it's going to do damage long-term psychologically. I feel like every New York sports team does that. They trade for Aaron Rodgers. They give Bobby Vanilla that money, Le'Veon Bell, Jacoby There's Every owner, every coach, every GM feels the urge to do something to get their poll numbers up, get fans excited, put fans in the seat. Joe Shane isn't going to do stupid stuff like that. He is going to make the smart decision across the board, and he did it. And we got into every decision that he made this offseason, from Daniel Jones to the Darren Waller trade to Saquon Barkley. So I think that restraint is what's going to help the Giants win long term. And I think the fans have been starving for that restraint after seeing everything that Gettleman has done.
2: Ty, the NFC is, is at least from my perspective right now, n- not as crowded as as the AFC, and I, I know there's the Eagles and, and, and the Niners, but there there is room for some teams to, to be good and to surprise and, and to maybe be a top three or four team or better in the NFC. Are, are the Giants capable of that level of a jump this year? Is there somebody else who I should be eyeing? Who is going to fill that void and step up in the NFC?
1: You know, lo- love the Detroit Lions. I-, I think this three-year plan and looking for you know a specific type of player – has really given their hype uh, substance, right? It's not like they did anything brash uh, to warrant all of this excitement. It's, it's really been meticulous, you know, 1 through 53. And we've got a couple stories up on this as well with how Dan Campbell has built the Lions. But, yeah, I'd put the Giants I, – I would not be shocked at all if they won the division. And it might sound crazy, but, and I like Philly, but to lose both your coordinators, I think that's a bigger loss than maybe a lot of folks think. You know, if the talent level between Dallas and the Giants is anywhere near each other, if it's in the same county zip code, I will take Brian Dayball over Mike McCarthy every single time as a head coach. And I I really think, look, the Daniel Jones contract was mocked relentlessly when it went down. When you look at the the nitty-gritty of it, it really wasn't that bad. They hypothetically have an escape hatch after two years if they have to. But I think you're investing in the relationship he has with Brian Dayball with Mike Kafka, with Shea Tierney, those coaches, they, they are going to take his game to another level this season. It's one of the most complex offenses in the NFL, the old Patriots system with a million dable twists. And, and now you actually have some talent out there. I mean, they were really reaching for the, for the scrap heap, the Kmart DVDs all season, it seemed like. Right? I mean, they were signing guys who barely made a contribution to their teams in college. And, it's, and they still made the playoffs. They still won a playoff game. By all accounts, Darren Waller has been fantastic this summer. He could be a featured receiver. I think Isaiah Hodgins takes a step. Um, they have every slot receiver known to man, and you still have Saquon, which when you see what's happening with Jonathan Taylor, with Josh Jacobs, it, it just speaks to Joe Shane's ability to get stuff done that Saquon Barkley was there day one.
2: The phenomenal tie done here on Rider Than You, and this is the guy behind one of the best sub stacks to do sports out there. It is Go Long. GoLongTD.com I promise you this has been true for years Uh, Ty's work is worth your time It is worth your attention It is worth uh, your hard-earned money Ty, I'm going to do something different today with you If if that's okay We just did our top uh, five storylines Each of us, Tom and I Can I just like get some quick predictions from you On some of these things that we're keeping an eye on Your best guess
1: Region for the oven right now, man Let's do (laughs) it They've been cooking 400 degrees
2: here we go. Turn it up. Turn it up, Ty. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Baltimore, do they make the playoffs this year? Or do they win a playoff game this year?
1: Ooh. Yes, they make the playoffs because everybody makes the playoffs. Everybody gets the pizza party at the end of the year, like this is fourth grade basketball now in the NFL. I don't think they win a playoff game, though. I don't know. That division, I think, yeah. see, can seeing pick it now? Man, I am in on the Steelers, so I think I'd stop short there. So it's Tom. Tom is celebrating. It's a bonus prediction.
2: Um, I love it. All right, who's going to be the best rookie quarterback this year and the best rookie quarterback in the years ahead, as best you can prognosticate?
1: Ooh, oh, my gosh. Um, the best quarterback this year and in the future, I think it's Anthony Richardson. And it's, wow. you can go a million directions here with, with him. I mean, I do a podcast with uh, – Jim Monis, he's worked in NFL front offices. He watched the film of Anthony Richardson in college, and he was not in. I mean, as, in terms of his, his accuracy, his ability to read the field, and I think a lot of people would agree with him, but I just think that we're seeing the quarterbacks can improve that. Something that, did, that seemed like it couldn't really improve for years and years and years, um, I think you can if you've got the work ethic. And I don't know what kind of worker he is. All I know is Josh Allen – Hell of a worker. He turned his accuracy around. Jalen Hurt, even Jordan Love the last three years behind the scenes. If Anthony Richardson has that to him, which I don't know, we just haven't seen athletes like that at that position much at all. I love that. Do the Packers Packers
2: make the
0: playoffs?
1: Oh, yeah. The Packers will make the playoffs. I think they win a playoff game. Wow. I've been high on Jordan Love. We've talked about him the last three years. I mean, he has only improved behind the scenes direct dialogue with Matt LaFleur every off season, showing up to OTAs, unlike the man he's replacing. I think they're going to run the LaFleur offense. It's not going to be two playbooks in one anymore. They're, all of these young receivers and backs around Love are thrilled that they don't have to think about checks and audibles from six years ago when they might've been in high school. Like as part of Aaron Rodgers genius. I get it, but it works when you've got Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, guys who have been with you years and years. It's, it's it's refreshing out there. I think that everybody is in a really good place. And they, they had all that dead money. They couldn't really sign a veteran receiver even if they wanted to. So there will be growing pains. But I think the defense is going to be solid. And I think Jordan Love is going to shock people. I think he's going to be um, you know, a breakout player this year. And in, in that offense with his skill set, he is somebody with the kind of work ethic. That's why they drafted him. They knew he was raw. Greg Gutekind knew he was raw. But they, they knew he was going to put in the time and they, didn't, they knew they didn't have to play him anytime soon. Like, if this works out, more teams do this, right? You draft a quarterback when you don't necessarily need one, even if it pisses off your Hall of Famer at starting. Like, that, that way you're not caught in the middle. I, I thought it was genius
2: all along. This is great insight from Ty Dunn here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, so my next uh, question, Ty, comes with sort of a, a perspective and opinion in which you can reject and therefore reject the question. But if you presume that in the AFC at quarterback Mahomes is one and Burrow is is sort of one B and that their teams go as those guys go if you put those guys aside who can emerge in the AFC as the next best quarterback and by virtue of that make his team at that level of competition who who's the QB not named Burrow and Mahomes in the AFC who's just going to dominate this year in the
1: NFL You know I think the easy answer is probably Josh Allen living here in Buffalo like there's there's question marks with the team but you know, as long as he's healthy, as long as Stephon Diggs is healthy, he doesn't even have to be happy, which I don't think he's that happy. They'll, they'll be fine. But for the interest of this man, Trevor Lawrence, I think that Trevor Lawrence, um, the last half of you know 2022, he, he kind of was able to get that Urban Meyer stench off him. He just turned a corner. And it's like everything clicked. Another quarterback who has just a remarkable coaching staff with him and Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, I, I, I really think that they're going to unlock him in some new ways. You know, with Calvin Ridley now as that legit wide receiver, one Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne. Uh, the, the big thing, and, and sitting down with Press Taylor this offseason, was they just wanted to be more Clark Kent than Superman. Like, there still were those moments where he might have just forced the issue. And I get it. You don't want to, like, neuter that out of anybody's game because he can make special throws, make special plays. Like, you got to let him be himself. But if he can just cut down on a little bit of that, um, he makes the kind of throws that, that only um, a Mahomes and a Burrow can really can really make. Just the way he layers it and can feather it between a linebacker and a safety. I mean, he's six six, but he's like a freak show athlete himself. I mean, he can take off and run. The, 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 the Jags are, are right there, I think, with the, the Lions in terms of teams that are really ready uh, to take a step and compete. I think.
2: I love it, Ty Don. All right, how hot or cold is Bill Belichick's seed at the end of this season?
1: Oh, man, I do think they might be a little better than uh, than a lot of folks think because you look at the weaponry, it doesn't seem that great. I, I get it, Mac Jones in a conference full of exciting quarterbacks is 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 pretty bland. <laughs> but Bill Belichick is gonna compete. I mean, the defense in theory could still be a top ten maybe even like a top five defense. I mean, they, they're going to stay in games. I just, I look at the conference and it's like, man, it's, it's hard to imagine them winning the kind of shootouts that they're probably going to get baited into. So I think they're right around 500. I think we're kind of where we are right now. And it's up to Robert Kraft. Like, does he really want to bring in some fresh blood? I mean, he has kind of dropped some, some nuggets, right? Like we've, we've seen and heard some concern from the owner. And they wouldn't just fire him, right? There'd be some kind uh, of—I mean, Dave Gettleman had a hero's exit from the Giants. I mean, he's down there on the sideline with his family, and it's like—and all he did was run the team into the ground. So it would be like a trade (laughs) or something like that, um, ceremonial exit. But yeah, I think it's a possibility. You know, Greg Bedard has done some great reporting around this at the Boston Sports Journal, and I I trust him. I, I think that you know, if if they if they have a bad season, if they have a losing record it is absolutely a possibility, but I, I think they're going to be right around 500 and it's going to be tough.
2: All right. Last one for you, Ty Dawn. Uh this upcoming season, the Denver Broncos do what?
1: I think they're watchable, you know, not, a, not a hot, <laughs> Yay! Thing, but it was, you know, beyond unwatchable last year. Yeah. It was that, it, it really was that, that car accident that you couldn't take your eyes off of. I mean, that, We'll never forget that Denver Indy Thursday night game. i watched every second of that disaster. Um, so I think Sean, I love Sean Payton. We talked about it. I think it's just great. You know, they, they, all he did was say the honesty out loud, the quiet part out loud. It was awful last year with Nathaniel Hackett. And even if Russell Wilson is the quarterback, even if he is starting to get a little washed, I think that they're going to fight in games. That defense still has some studs. Um, to, to Kind of like the Patriots, probably hover around 500. And then you have a decision to make with Russell Wilson. Do you kind of move on from him? I, I tend to think they will. I have a hard time seeing Russell Wilson just revert back to who he was three years ago. Uh, but I think that Sean Payton is just too good of a coach for this to be a bad team. So watchable, no doubt.
2: And Ty Dunn is too good at his job for GoLongTD.com to be anything other than a must-subscribe. And by the way, if you're listening, you know... I don't BS, which makes D-Cell mad all the time. But the upside is when I tell you Ty is amazing and worth your time and money, you should subscribe, I am not lying to you or just saying it because he is on the line, which he is. Uh, Ty, you are a good man. It is, a, it is a, I, Dude, I love having you on. It's always insightful. You obviously know your stuff. You're candid. It is a rare combination. We are in that Friday vibe. Tommy over here is wearing a pink shirt, and we're even happier <laughs> now that you're chilling with us. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, as always, for, for
1: hopping on. Hey, you are too kind, brother. Thank you so much for having me. You know, any day, any time. Love chatting with you. Thank you, buddy. Ty Dunn on the
2: show. Ty is the pink shirt of guests. Uh, it's fresh. It's, it's in. It's confident. It's good. It's candid. I like it. And it's a compliment. To Tom, Ty is so good, man. I, I can't have people on I don't respect as guests. Dude, I love. I've, never, I've met Ty once in my life. I want to have a beer with that guy. Do you think Ty would have a – can I join
3: in on that? Can I have a you yeah.
2: and Ty? Because he came over at the Super Bowl and said hi, but I, was, I didn't really – I'd never met him, so I took him and i like, oh, this is Ty Dunn. Great dude. Also, you can just tell how well-respected he is by the a- – I mean, he gets crazy access and does – he's not calling up saying, I'm from USA Today, I'm from CBS Sports, I'm from that company in Bristol. I mean, the guy calls up and says, hey, I do my own thing, and it, it's so well-respected that he's getting access to any team – any GM that he wants. Yeah. you. What would be your go-to beer? We go to a beer play. All right, where's the Super Bowl's in Vegas this year. So we're in Vegas. They have every beer that you can get in America, right? You can't get a Guinness from Ireland. But what do you – you know what I'm drinking? I'm drinking a Bud. Like I'm drinking a Bud Heavy if it's on tap.
3: I go Corona 99 out of 100 times.
2: You dropping a lime in there?
3: I don't go lime.
2: That's, Here's the thing,
3: though. It's like, a bold choice. I don't want to admit this to you. I, I don't say no lime. So, like, 9 out of 10 times, they will give you a lime, and I just kind of put it off to the side of the table.
2: I don't drink a lot of Corona, but when I do, I put the lime in, and then I use the thumb. I do the upside down. I do it all the way till it goes to the bottom, and then I, yeah.
3: Smart move. That's a pro move.
2: I like the lime. Yeah. I go no lime. I don't need lime in a in a bud, though. You know, it's, it's specific to that particular
3: beer. They make, like, a, a bud light lime, if I'm not mistaken.
2: It's terrible. I want some. Okay. We, my buddy Reed Forregriv and I were we canoeing somewhere, I think in Minnesota or Iowa, a few years ago, and we had for, we had forgotten the beer, and we were it was like one hundred. We were so mad at each other. I am going to tell you a story. I am just going to do with no judgment, okay? And <laughs> and a lady who was nine months pregnant and smoking a cigarette with her boo or beau, her husband or whoever, came was coming down the river with her friends, and she's like, "Where is your beer?" I am like, "We forgot it," and they threw they threw twelve bottles of Bud Limes with us that we had to catch, which we called all of we, And we drank them, and they were marvelous. And that's the last time i ever had Bud Lime.
3: So we're assuming that the woman that was nine months pregnant smoking the cigarette was also indulging in the Bud Light Limes?
2: <laughs> I did not witness that, or else I would have shared it in the story. Wow. No, nothing else should be of judgment like like being parched and, and a stranger giving you a beer. So people are nice, man. That, was a, that story came out of nowhere. 855-212-4CBS if you want to give us a call. We have got a robustly beautiful and sports diverse, every sport you could think of, from Tom Celestino in Buy or Sell, next here on CBS Sports Radio.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports.
3: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You
1: bet! Music. You set my world on
0: fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love... Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
3: You're listening to Writer Than You. Speaking of Mary Poppins, have you watched a new one that came out a few years ago? Kind with of. Emily Blunt? Kind of. I have a hot take here. I love it, the original. Yeah? Emily Blunt is a fantastic Mary Poppins.
2: They were our neighbors sort of like three blocks away in Brooklyn, and they moved away to do Mary Poppins. So I always hated the movie because I felt like we would have become best friends. Her and the guy who was Jack Ryan. John Krasinski?
3: Yeah, the dude from The Office.
2: We never got to be best friends or meet. Yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that, so. (laughs) On
1: CBS Sports Radio.
2: Welcome back into the show. I like that you've leaned into the Daily Rejoin. Is it fun putting them together?
3: Yeah, and you know what? We have plenty of material, so it's very easy. Yeah, no, I
2: believe it. I'm glad that it's easy for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I look at it. It's easy? I'll do it. What do you got going this weekend?
3: Uh, me and the little dude, most mostly all day and night Saturday. My wife is going to a concert. A little Who, what Who's she going to? She's going to see Eric Church. Oh, the
2: country music artist. Yes, yes. I didn't know that until a few days ago. <laughs> um, I love, dude. I love that daddy time. Like I love. Even my daughter is a teenager now. My son is is much older than Will. Even now, one-on-one time, man, it is the absolute best. I will tell you this. I'll I'll give you this. I know I make fun of Scott Peely a lot because he treated me like garbage when I was in the Kansas City and he was the GM. And now we're co- – is he still at CBS Sports HQ? And we're colleagues. I think so. But I used to go to his house and knew his family, and, like, here is um a great piece of advice that he gave me. And it's really cool. And his daughter's probably not an adult. But back then, when his daughter was was, was a kid – I can't remember the day of the week. I think it was Wednesday. But, and he was a busy guy who was the GM of an NFL team. He would put aside four hours every week, and just he and his daughter would go get dinner or go get ice cream or go to the well, – I don't remember what they did. Go to the zoo. And those are really neat moments. And dude, I, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to go to the park or just, like, hang out?
3: Yeah, I'm hoping for good weather. We've had some rainy weather here in the Northeast. I'm hoping for good weather. We'll go outside. The little dude loves to go to the park. We'll, we'll do something outside.
2: Is he, is he old enough yet for, like, the wiffle ball or, like, doing that stuff? We're getting
3: there. We're, like, dipping our toe in the water. We got a little soccer net and a little soccer ball. Maybe I can That's take nice. it to the park. We can soccer!
2: kick You're playing soccer with your soccer. Yeah, I don't
3: know any rules, but we're kicking a soccer ball.
2: You're doing it. That was good. That's good stuff. Well, I, um, I'm going to watch a little – I'm going to watch Messi this weekend. I'm going to watch Barcelona play. I promise my kids. You know that they, they love Pinkberry. We got all these like homemade ice cream places around here. They want to go to Pinkberry. The you know, little Pinkberry to celebrate first week of school. We got we got stupid preseason football on again. Yes, we
3: got Aaron Rodgers playing. That's preseason right. football. I
2: watched last night's game. And by the way, I think Amazon does a nice job, and it, it felt big, right? I think I think they do a good job, and I I like hearing Al Michaels, and I just like. It felt, but it's not real football. I, I tried. It just doesn't. It lacks the intensity. I too
3: watched, and by watched, I mean it was on because I was intrigued to see Anthony Richardson. And I made this confession to you earlier: I totally forgot that Kirk Herbstreet did the Amazon NFL broadcast. When I
2: heard his voice, I was like, "What is he doing?" They do a good job, I think, and they're a brand new operation. All right, we've gone a little late, a little late. That's okay. We got a we got a laid back, chill, pink shirt. I'm wearing a Spain soccer shirt today. We're chilling. Tom loves it. He looks so angry. <laughs> no, not at all. Let's get into buy or sell, buddy.
0: What side will bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer than You. Oh, by the way,
2: I got a I made a an ama- I got a recipe, I got an amazing chicken parm recipe that I made and it was out of this world. Buy or sell if I sent this recipe to you, you would make chicken parm for your family.
3: Sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't cook, man. Can't cook whatsoever. Even chicken parm. I can't do it. Really? Yeah, when I was living the bachelor life, like, I would stick to, like, sandwiches, pasta, like, just easy stuff. I'm not a cook. All right. All right, Bill, let's get to some NFL here. Now, we've been talking a lot about the Denver Broncos, but let's hit it from a different angle here. Their wide receiver, Jerry Judy, will reportedly miss several weeks as he was carted off of the practice field yesterday after suffering what appeared to be a hamstring injury. Now, Judy was the 15th overall pick back in 2020, and last season he fell just short of his very first 1,000-yard season, finishing with 972 yards. My question to you, Bill, by yourself, the Denver Broncos can still be competitive without Jerry Judy. This was awful
2: to see, by the way. I mean, I'll buy. In theory, they can be because Bye. as significant as he is, the question is
3: Russell Wilson.
2: Now, if like me, you presume Russell Wilson will be somewhere between bad to sort of mediocre, which mediocre would be a vast improvement from last year, then obviously having Judy would be would be important. But no, I, I yes, I think they can. If 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 Russell Wilson proves us wrong, if Nathaniel Hackett really couldn't hack it, and it turns out the arrival of Sean Payton help somehow revert physically or otherwise, Russell Wilson, to greatness, they can be successful regardless.
3: All right, Phil. The Arizona Cardinals made three trades yesterday. Yes, three trades in one single day. Now they traded linebacker and defensive back Isaiah Simmons, who was the eighth overall pick back in 2020, to the Giants for a seventh-round pick. They then traded offensive tackle Josh Jones and a seventh-round pick to the Houston Texans and got back a fifth-round pick. Finally, they traded a fifth-round pick to the Cleveland Browns for quarterback Josh Dobbs and a seventh-round pick. You got all that? Now, every pick that I mentioned was a pick in the 2024 draft next year. Bill, buy or sell that the Arizona Cardinals are tanking this season?
2: I didn't even follow. I tried really hard to follow that.
3: Three trades in one day involving a lot of late-round picks, fifth-round, seventh-round. They got back a backup quarterback who... Nobody else seemingly wants, and they gave up on an eighth overall pick who, to their credit, I guess credit, has not panned out, so you may as well move on from him. A lot of trades in one day, though.
2: Buyers, know they're taking buy. Bye. Yeah. By the way, do you remember when the Dolphins tanked and everyone got on him and criticized him and was all angry? It worked, and I'm not mad at the Cardinals. I mean, look, Kyler Murray's Probably not it.
3: Kyler Murray's not going to be ready for the start of the season. They yep. already released DeAndre Hopkins back in May. Like you might you might as well tank.
2: Buy or sell if you have Kyler Murray and you're going to be sub 500 and, and lackluster without him. That having Kyler Murray when he returns to that situation makes it easy to tank. That's a convoluted way of saying. I think Kyler Murray is a little baby sometimes, and I don't think he's the kind of quarterback that's going to show up to a bad situation and like win your games you don't want to win.
3: And I mean, look—you got a rookie head coach, you got a rookie GM in that in that you know spot for the first time. There's a lot of things working against the Cardinals. You might as well tank and get a high draft pick. All right, Bill. It's week zero in college football tomorrow, but we only have two top 25 teams that will be in action. Navy will take on number 13, Notre Dame, in Dublin, Ireland. And number 6, USC, will host San Jose State at the Coliseum. Buy or sell, both USC and Notre Dame will be college football playoff contenders. Just contenders.
2: Just contenders in the mix, if you will. What qualifies as a contender? Do you have to, like, be—you have to actually, with a couple weeks left, have a legitimate path forward?
3: Yeah. So this is the last year that we'll have four teams make the playoff. Let's say that
2: they'll both be top eight teams, top ten teams. But not—but also in the mix, because you have teams that get eliminated and then have a strong stretch sure. and finish ninth. Sure. Like Iowa football every year. Um. Okay. I'm looking at their schedule. Navy, Tennessee State, NC State, Central Michigan— Ohio State on September 23rd. Can you lose that game and still be in the mix? If you're Notre Dame, you can, yeah. yeah. They play. Then they play USC October 14th. You can't lose, and then they have Clemson. Okay, sell. Sell. Do you think, and I know Clemson's been down a little bit, but do you think, buy or sell, you think Notre Dame can win two of the following games? Ready? Ohio State, USC, Clemson. I
3: don't either. Mm. I actually don't think they'll win any
2: of those games. I I think Clemson's the only possible one. They'll probably lose it, too. And that game's away, by the way.
3: I think Notre Dame will probably finish outside of the top 25 once the regular season is all said and done.
2: Wow!
3: They get elevated every year because they're Notre Dame. Everybody loves Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets overhyped every single year. Oh, you're I did not know that you are a Notre Dame hater. I'm not a Notre Dame hater. This usually happens to USC as well. This is not hype, though. They no, are that USC. good. They got the Heisman Trophy yeah. winner. They got Lincoln Riley. I yeah. think they are going to make the college football playoff. In fact, I would be surprised if they didn't.
2: Buy or sell, USC making the Coswell playoff will make the Pac-12, Pac-4 happy.
3: Sell. i it's going to make me in the sad watching it because I think besides the SEC, the Pac-12 is the best conference in college football this year, and obviously it's just for this year. It's going to be a lot of fun watching the Pac-12, but it's going to make me sad.
2: USC playing Ohio State, by the way. Think about this. It didn't even occur to me. That's a preview of a of Big Ten showdown. It's going to be so weird. I know. It's cool, though, for the, for the Big Ten. Uh, it's cool for me because I, I grew up in Big Ten country, and I moved to L.A., so I get to watch – like I'm gonna go to, get to go to Iowa games in LA. Is it gonna be cool? Or is it gonna be yeah.
3: weird?
2: It's gonna be cool.
3: Real quick, a follow-up: buy or sell? You like week zero?
2: As an expression? Yeah. I hate it so much, so I didn't want to say it because I felt so, like you would misinterpret that of be getting
3: on you. I I didn't create week zero. That's what it's called. I didn't make it up.
2: It's so dumb. It's gotta be week one, right? Yeah, it's week one. So the NCAA is gonna make me call the play-in game for the for March Madness. Round one, but I can't. I gotta call this week zero. Make up your mind, math whizzes. Whizzes, whizzes, Uh,
3: uh, (laughs) apostrophe. Let's stay in college football here. Bill Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh announced yesterday that four assistants will handle game day coaching duties during his three game suspension to start the season. The Wolverines' offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator will each get a game, while the special teams coordinator and the running backs coach will split a game as well. Bill Byersell Harbaugh naming four different game day coaches during his suspension leads you to believe this will be his last season at Michigan.
2: Sell, so, why would that be? Sell. So. What? I, I missed the connection. I I didn't follow the thread. Wants to give everybody a chance to debut. Because he is oh. not
3: going to be there. I'm completely making that up. Nobody is
2: reporting that. No, I like that. It's spec- smart. I just didn't think of it that way. Because my, my thought was... What a power-hungry maniac that he like. He won't, you know, too much power in a, in, a, in a secondary guy.
3: I don't even know that Michigan would stay in house. I mean, it's a it's a big program that's on that's, the up right now. That you would think
2: they would get a big name coach. That's a courteous and an interesting take. I hate it, by the way. I think it's a terrible, terrible. You're the second number two team in the country. You're gonna have eleven. Yeah. By the way, you forgot the fifth guy. They're gonna have a raffle. For ten bucks, you can get in the raffle. Yeah, how does coach that coach
3: have? How does that coach feel? Right, who's ever fifth in in the pecking order is like, hey, what about
2: me? That's a that is that is a fair fair point. Buy or sell? You are optimistic that Michigan can live up to the expectations of where they are are currently at in the AP top twenty five.
3: Buy. They've reached the playoff the last two years. They haven't won a playoff game since they got there. This is the year. I don't know that they win a national title because I think Georgia is that good. But they will make the playoff, and I think they win a playoff game.
2: Can I tell you why he's able to do this, by the way? Ready? Yes. It is such an East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers are the first four. Then you have Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana. You don't have a real game, no offense to those programs, until October 21st against Michigan State. You don't have a real—I mean, if you really are the second—forget second best team. If you're the top five team in the country, if you're overrated by three spots— you still don't have a challenge until October. They have a really easy schedule this year, by the way. Here, Michigan State, Purdue, Penn State's gonna be tough, of course. Maryland, Ohio State. That's not that hard. You no know, Wisconsin, no Iowa.
3: All right, Bill. Let's get to some hoops here. Hoopier than thou. In a one-on-one interview with Marcus Spears of AnScape, Damian Lillard acknowledged he made a trade request to the Trailblazers. But he wouldn't say much more than that. I'm not going. I'm not going to speak on the Blazers. It's a lot of, a lot of love and respect, but I don't, you know, I won't speak on the Blazers. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Um, it is to the Miami Heat. Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there, there was, and I would just prefer not to speak. On the Trailblazers, Bill buy or sell that Damian Lillard will get traded before the season starts,
2: before Game One, before Game One. So, interestingly, I think the key is James Harden. That's I think we discussed the other day. Maybe it was somebody else. I might have been an actual NBA GM. I um I confuse you with NBA GMs. I said no one ever. I, you're, you're the only people I talk to. Um. I think it. I think it hinges on Harden. Uh, I think Harden's. Excuse me. I think it hinges on Harden and Lillard. I think Lillard's willingness to go to Philly would facilitate Harden going to the Clippers in a very in a very real way. So I think it, it hinges on Lillard to expand. If if Lillard went to Portland and said, "All right, fine, I'll, I'll expand my list to 2 I'll go to Philly," I think a deal would get done. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sell. I don't think it'll. I think he'll still be sell. on. Sell. And he's a pro. He's the opposite of hard. He's a pro. He's respectful. He's he's a gracious dude. He's going to play for Portland and play well and do it behind the scenes, right? He is going to, I think, walk back what was a little bit too much of of aggression from his agent, is my guess.
1: It's time for No Context (laughs) Buy or (laughs) Sell. Uh,
3: I got a real doozy here for you. Buy or Sell Anthony Edwards needed to clarify his comments or non-comments.
2: Buy. I need clarity. Buy. (laughs) Any clarity from you and from from him.
3: (laughs) Uh, Anthony Edwards very quickly allegedly
2: was quoted as
3: saying that he didn't want to come off the bench to Team USA head coach Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr had said Dwayne Wade came off the bench. When Kobe Bryant was playing for Team USA, Anthony Edwards was quoting as saying, we don't have a Kobe Bryant on our team. Yeah. Uh, Not a great
2: Edwards came out on IG
3: and said, hey, I was thinking that, but I actually never said that out loud to Steve Kerr.
2: Wait. Really? Yes.
3: Joe Varden of The Athletic quoted Anthony Edwards as saying that line about Kobe Bryant to Steve Kerr. Anthony Edwards then came out on IG and said, look, I was thinking that, but I never actually said
2: it to Steve Kerr. That's a big thing to get wrong. By the way, I had to do uh, do my list, right? And I had Anthony Edwards really... Really high this year. Buy or sell that you think Anthony Edwards is a top twelve player in the NBA? Sell.
3: Yeah, me too. I had him at
2: eighteen, but I almost put him. I almost put him higher.
3: By the time this upcoming season is over, I
2: think he will be, but not right now. So the prediction is actually what they're going to be in twenty three twenty four. So you're predicting what they're, what is going to happen. Yeah, I, I think he put could him, get there. Put him
3: higher. And you know what I think would even help him even more is if Minnesota got rid of Cat.
2: I think Cat's a, yeah, I'm not a Cat guy.
3: All right, one last one here. Buy or sell Steven Strasburg was worth the number one overall pick back in 2009 since he led the Nationals to the 2019 World Series title.
2: Bye. yes, of course, By. Yes. By. yes, 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 yes. All right, Bum of the Week coming up. We've got many nominees, and several of you have pushed for DCell to get the award. Can he get his third of the year, or will he be overshadowed by a Yankees GM or somebody else? We will find out after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Caserta.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
0: 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? (laughs) Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Mark of the Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port,
0: Chicago, Illinois.
2: A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
1: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right,
2: welcome back into the show. Bill Writer with you here on Rider Than You with eBay guaranteed fit. You're the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm good at talking. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett led four offensive possessions in the preseason. Here's how those drives ended for Tommy's favorite new quarterback. Touchdown! 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 The Steelers take on the Niners, week one of the regular season, and what will be their 17-0 season, according to Tommy. Let's do Bum of the Week.
0: Hallelujah!
1: I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum.
0: You rotten bum!
1: I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm
0: a bum the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. we
2: got a lot of assistance. River Soto tweets at Sports Writer. I nominate Coach Jim Harbaugh for Bum of the Week because I enjoy Tom Rahm's breakdowns and first takes on Buy or Sell. Hashtag context.
3: (laughs) I think he's making fun of me, but I'll take it.
2: The people love you. Uh, Ducky Hines tweets, Here we go for Friday Energy Sports Writer. Based on your rant, filling in for Rome on Monday, can we nominate Brian Cashman for Bum of the Week? The Yankees stink. At least my cards can stink in the Midwest obscurity. While your Cubs flourish, I'm tired of hearing about the Yankees. I think that's fair. Little Cashman, you know, little little hardball. I like the people making some nominations. Oh, that guy. Can't wait for Bum of the Week. It should be an easy pick. The same person who says Friday Jr. and still likes Trey Lance. You are nominated for so many reasons. I wrote down your name for Bum of the Week like days ago. I can't even remember what it was for.
3: Boo. You gotta yes. pick a couple. I can't be nominated
2: for four different reasons. I mean, I don't know. Accumulation. Cumul the accumulation reality for uh for Bum of the Week. I, I I mean look, there's a lot of things that you've been you've been pushing. Um in a car? To drive to Wrigley? It worked, oh, man! man. It didn't work. Uh, that, that's a checking mark again. Just a couple check marks. All right, who else? Uh, Ryan Clark is nominated. Ripping Tua on this fake apology. It was like a nice apology if he'd apologize if I offended you. The fact you're having to say that means you obviously offended the guy. Trey Lance is nominated. How can I nominate Trey Lance for not beating out Sam Darnold when you still think Trey Lance is a star? You you want to nominate Hard Knocks, right? What, what's, your, what's your Hard Knocks nomination? It's
3: irrelevant. Hard Knocks does not matter anymore. Nobody needs to watch it. Except I'll watch it because it's my job.
2: But I don't want to watch it anymore. I'm with you. Jerry Jones won't put Jimmy in the ring of honor. Come on. Joe Mixon. I got to tell you. It's a tough one. All right, we got a little hardball. Right, I think we right. have an
3: omission here. Who am I? I, think we, I think we glossed over one a little Hit bit. Hit me. Uh, you, Bill Ryder, you're not. Why am I nominated? You called me D-Ben earlier this week. I mean, someone called it a compliment. We work side by side. You don't even know my name. I know you guys have the same name.
2: All you right. called me the wrong name. You're nominated. You, you don't get to now. You get to suggest nominees. <laughs> Not nominated. You know what? You know what, bro? For Friday Junior.
3: I think I got another one.
2: Okay, hit me. Lori
3: Riders nominated for Leaving
2: Cups Everywhere. <laughs> no, no, all right. For nominating my wife, for renting a car in Chicago and driving to a Cubs game, for Friday, Junior, for your inability to admit that you got a Trey Lance take wrong, for getting angry every time I'm like, hey, I like your shirt, D-cell. the entire listening universe of this show agrees, you're the bum of the week, bro.
0: That's your bomb of the Week.
3: I detest you! On lighter You. can't than you. nominate
2: my wife for Bum of the
3: Week. Yeah, you know what? I'm thinking better of this. I'm going to change what? my mind. Lori, I apologize. You're, you're, you're not nominated. What I are mean, you everyone thinking? Was a, everyone was against me. What are you thinking? I don't know. I wasn't thinking that. Lori, I notice apologize. that I never... Notice that I know. Ne- what did you say? I'm sorry. I got that one wrong.
2: Wow! Oh, my... <laughs> mind blown. I never say it again. <laughs>
3: I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I messed up. The world's magical place. Miracles happen. I messed up. Lori is usually on my side. There was no need. That was an, that was egregious. I should not have done that.
2: She's at work. I don't think she's listening. I'm so telling her. that you, I'm so. Br- Can you imagine? I never. And I, I never would nominate Mrs. D cell for the rental car. That's on you, Tommy. I wouldn't go at your wife. Everyone was coming at me. I wanted to nominate somebody else. What a what an ill-fated act of desperation. Wow.
3: Not great. Not my best idea.
2: Woo, and he ends the week strong, folks. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, it's a good thing there's only 30 seconds left in this show for you, buddy. You have a great weekend, though. <laughs> I'll, Laurie, I'll tell Lori you say hi. Oh, man. That was a fun week. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy your time with your family, because that's special, Tom. Uh, Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here Monday on CBS Sports Radio.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,